Amen. I'm reading in the Amplified Version. Please do stand for the reading of God's Word. We'll just read this passage of Scripture, and then we'll go to our key Scripture, and then we can take our seats. I'll continue to read the rest of the Scriptures. So we can read, and as we goes as follows. In the beginning, we're all reading, please, Mazalwan. In the beginning, God created by forming from nothing. Yes, by forming from nothing, the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, or a waste and emptiness, and darkness was upon the face of the deep primeval ocean that covered the unformed earth. The Spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, pleasing, useful, and he affirmed and sustained it. And God separated the light, distinguished it from the darkness. Please stop there. And God separated the light, distinguished it from the darkness. What did God do? From darkness. Let's continue. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning one day. Amen. So we're going to go to our key scripture. I'll tell you just now which one it is. I think it's Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. Verse, we'll start from verse 14. Thank you. Okay, please let's read. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. We may take our seats. Father, we thank you for your word that is a lamp unto our feet, and that is a light unto our path. We thank you for the blessing that comes with it. Now give us the ears to hear it and the eyes to see it, that we may walk better, that we may do better. We give you praise and glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Today my teaching is about you are the light. Amen. Please say to yourself, I am the light. Tell your neighbor, you are the light. Amen. So we can see here in the book of Genesis, the Bible is talking about the creation of God. And the Bible says the earth was formless and void. And God said, let there be light. God spoke, said that let there be light and there was light. So when he saw the light, he saw that it was good, it was pleasing, it was useful. Now when we look at a general understanding according to how we live our lives, we see what is light? Or let's look at the light rather according to what the Bible says and is talking about here. Light is life. Light is the word of God in this sense. Because John now is saying, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. We're going to go to the book of John, about the light. But here, light represents life. Light represents truth. Light represents goodness. One of the things that you receive from light is warmth. Amen. That is light. It is life. It is truth. 
Amen. You cannot separate light from truth. You cannot separate light from life. Amen. You cannot separate light from warmth. Also, it talks about darkness in the same passage of scripture. It says that there was darkness before God spoke and commanded light to be. So it seems, Lana, as if light and darkness are contrary to each other. Wherever there's light, there's no darkness. Wherever there's darkness, there's no light. You can't find them in the same room. If I can say right now, let's switch off the lights, there'll be darkness. But the millisecond, if even maybe it's even less than that, you switch on the light, darkness flees in a speed that we can't even comprehend in our minds that it's fleeing. That's the power of light. Amen. So darkness represents death, represents evil, represents falsehood. And we know, Gyoguti, the, the devil is the father of darkness, father of lies, father of death, father of evil, father of falsehood. He's very much notorious in trying to give you something that looks like but that is not and that's why we always have to pray for God to open our eyes and open our spiritual ears that we may hear and that we can hear deeper than what a normal person can hear from that we may see deeper than a normal person can see because sometimes the enemy can give you something that looks like this phone have you seen the covers of your iPhone Analama? these cameras but when you remove it, it's not. But it looks like it is. So the enemy is notorious in doing that in our lives. That's why when God says, don't lie, he's not trying to really take fun away from you. Say, you know, there's so much fun in lying. When you lie, you become popular and stuff like that. He's not trying to really say, I created you not to have fun in the area of lies. So don't lie. I'm trying to suffocate you. I'm trying to steal life from you. He's trying to give you life. Remember what the Bible says. The Bible says that thief only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I think this was cool. Thank you so much. The thief only. So that the the job description of a thief. It's these three things. He only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But God said, I have come so that you might have life, the light, the truth, the goodness, the warmth. I have come for you to experience that. But we have to find ourselves in a way or in a, in a, in a space where we always tr choose light over darkness. The choice is always standing and the choice is ours. We have to always choose light over darkness. Also, always remember that the light is separated from darkness. Even in your own life, learn to separate light from darkness. How do you separate light from darkness? When you are in a space where there's conversations that are just intertwined and you can see, you are in the midst of darkness. You are light, but you are in the midst of darkness. It can comprehend this darkness. So choose light. Choose light. Sometimes we want seven steps of something that's so simple because we find it so hard to yield to the light. It's easier to yield to darkness because it gives you temporary pleasures that are not eternal. But we know that God is calling us to the light. So always learn to separate light from darkness. And the works of the flesh, they are very much stipulated in the book of Galatians. We're going to go there, which is the darkness. The works of the spirit, they are very much stipulated, which is light. So God is saying, I'm separating light from darkness so that there's no gray area between light and darkness. I, there's no confusion. 
It's hard for me to know uncle uncle. We go to theaters, get confused. I'm not sure what I'm talking. I'm not sure what I'm confused. That's not confusion. There's always a clear distinction between light and darkness, and we must be able to put the things of the light in the light, to put the things of darkness in the darkness, because he's saying he then called the night day. He called the darkness night. Amen. We must be able to find ourselves in that space where we can be able to know. And when we choose, Bazalwana, to separate ourselves from light, we're giving ourselves away to the enemy. That's what we are doing. When we separate ourselves from God, that's death. And as a is not separate ourselves from God, just disobedience, which is the definition of sin. Every other thing is a fruit of sin. Disobedience. Do you know, Guti, you can just like sometimes your mother can tell you, but by the time I'm walking in darkness, lighting icon. And sometimes it happens like that in the church. In, in church. You can say this and teach, and Ufundis can stand here and teach us. But you're choosing darkness over light. You're choosing death. You're choosing evil. You're choosing falsehood. Amen. So when we, whenever we, we, we find ourselves in a place like that, you are a child of God. You are the light. Choose light. Amen. Choose light. And now... The world has offered us so many things. As much as we progress and it's lovely and, 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 and um, the technology is advancing and praise God for that, but it also comes with things that are not beneficial to us. Now you must choose. Choose. Don't find yourself in the midst of confusion when the word is clear. Light and darkness are always separated. And we are light. We are of the kingdom of light. So we will never separate ourselves from God. Anything that is separate from God is darkness. Anything that is separate from God. That's why now you have to decide, are you taking your advice from your friend who's separate from God? That's, that's, that's coming from a place of darkness if it's not from a place of light. Remember, there's no confusion between light and darkness. So if they're not in the light, they're in darkness. No, judgmental. It's not me, it's the word. It's meant to do that. It's not me, it's the word. So if, if you are taking an advice from a friend, Oti, no, when I lapa, it's just one day, that's darkness. You've just separated from the light and you've just walked in the path of darkness where there's death, where there's evil, where there's everything that, that looks like it's going to be nice, nice. And then what will benefit you to lose your soul and gain the whole world? What will benefit you? Amen. Darkness is the opposite of light. Amen. It cannot coexist. We cannot find it in the same room. Amen. So we must be able to be disciplined um, children of God. Not one moment you are in light, one moment you are in darkness. It's the absence of light. Sometimes even in our own lives, we sang an anomunt uboni fruitile bitterness. It there's no light. But we thank God because our light does not depend on ESCOM. It depends on God. So always stay connected to the light. Sometimes we are talent in the corner, but it's not connected. And then that's it. So sometimes we sit in church, we love God, we come to church, but we're not connected. Connect and stay connected so that the fruit that the, not even the people will see, your life gives glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to go to the book of 
John now, John chapter 1. I'm going to read it from here as they're still opening it there. It says, in the beginning, before all time, was the Word. Christ and the Word was with God. Come, let's do another vision, uh, another version on this one. Um, yes. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Please, let's continue. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. Amen. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Okay, let's turn to verse 5. So here, John is testifying and talking about Jesus Christ. That Jesus, before the beginning, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was God and the Word was with God. And God is light himself. Amen. And then he says, nothing was made except through him. Everything that was made was made through him. So everything that... So light proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen. So anything that God says is light. Anything that comes from the mouth of God is light. Amen. If God says you are healed, that is light. If God says you are prosperous, that is light. If God says you are beneath and not below, that is light. If God says you are blessed coming in and blessed going out, that is light. That is proceeding from the mouth of God and we need to understand that God's word is life, it is light, it is truth. Amen. So whatever that comes from the mouth of God, it is truth. Amen. We don't need to put it in a test. We don't need to put it in a scale. It has already passed the test. It is light. It is truth. It is life. It has been brought in our lives to make our lives better, to move us from one level of glory to another. We need to embrace and understand that. Because it is the word of God that you believe that will be able to you will be able to see it manifesting in your life. You need to find yourself in a space where you believe the word of God. You believe that it came forth from him for you to be able to go from one level to the other. Amen. So we have to walk according to the word of God. In him was life and the life was the light of man. Amen. So we have the light because we have him. We have the life because we have him. So now darkness can't be in a space where it wants to dictate to me how I'm supposed to live my life. Because I have him as life, I have him as light, I have him as truth. Amen. So we need to continuously walk in an understanding that whatever God speaks, it is truth. It is life. It is light. No Muhammad Delaney, you are not walking as someone who's confused because the book of Psalms says your word is light. It is a lamp. It is a lamp in light to my feet, lamp into my path. It is light in your journey of walking with God. There's no confusion. There's no darkness. Remember we said there's no light and darkness can coexist. So as I walk, I'm standing here, Lord, I don't know which route to take. I need to go to the word that is going to put me in a light place so that I can see where to put my other foot. Oh, Nakula, there's a path of righteousness. I need to step in that path. It is not easy, but you continuously follow the word because it has been given to us to guide us, to show us, you are crying, it's not nice. Cry moving.
because it is God who created us for his own purpose, not to come on earth to fulfill our desires and to be able to have goals of our own that are outside the word of God and outside the plan of God. Amen. It's good to have a plan. It's good to have goals. But we were not born, honestly, we were not born to come and have goals and plans of our own that are separate from the plan and the purpose of God. We were asking ourselves this question at home these days. And I was saying, yes, I woke up is all. I went to work. I ran my errands. I cooked. We ate. I slept. Tomorrow's on Wednesday, until I go back to my creator. What's the purpose of man on earth? What's the purpose of man on earth? Because all these things we work so hard for, we will live behind. We were not born to go to school, get married, have kids, to those who are married or have kids, have a career, work hard, buy a house, buy a car, and die. There must be something bigger than us. There must be something bigger than that. There must be something that when you do, nobody pays you, but you still feel fulfilled and you're like, thank you, Lord. There must be something like that. And until we find it, we will live, chase things, and, and forget that there's a bigger picture. I don't think God would have wasted his breath, brought us on earth just to come, inhale oxygen and, 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 and then sleep. I don't think so. I think there's a bigger purpose and a bigger picture why God brought us on earth. Some of us might just be to check upon few people, are you okay? And when you do, please say my mic a little bit cue, it's sounding a bit loud, thank you. And when you do that, you are ensuring that they fulfill their purpose. But without you being that ch channel of, of reminding them that God is with you by me checking on you, gingas, there's something wrong with you, it suddenly gives you strength to wake up and to do what you're supposed to do and you're fulfilling the plan of God. So it's very important that we find out why was I born? Before you get caught up in the things of the world, why was I born? Because if we forget, we will leave a bigger picture for a smaller picture of living for 70, 80, 90 years and you go. It's a smaller picture. Your legacy should be able to live way past you, way beyond you, way beyond you. It's just not about us, Bazalwan. There's a bigger picture. But sometimes because the world, is, the world is so loud in offering us the distractions. So loud. These days, one of the days he woke up and he was telling me one of the visions he had. Uti, he had a vision and an understanding that sin is a distraction in this way. If you mean to go to airport, sin will distract you to drive, go towards Westville. And when you get to Westville, you go past Westville, you go to Moran Hill. You get to Tollgate, Moran Hill, then you get bound there. And then you never reach the airport. Because there's traffic there, there's trucks there, and you can't leave your car outside. You need to wait if it clears. If it doesn't clear, then you are bound there. So he's like, many a times, it's just Westville, sometimes like, and it distracts you, and it binds you, and it keeps you there. Amen? So he's like, if you are meant to go to the airport, Hambuya airport, you'd rather go alone. Because some people may not understand the vision of why must you go to the airport. Why must you go to the airport as a young person when every young person is going that way? You're not going to be young forever. You were not born to be young. You were born to fulfill the calling and the plan of God. So if the pleasures of a young person are pulling you and you allow them to pull you, 
Watala, you were not born to be young. What will you do when God now is not able to touch the people through you that he wanted to touch because the pleasures of the world are enticing and pulling you? And God keeps on calling you, come. Come. And God is kind and he's gentle and he's just. He will say, come. But God is saying, come. And the enemy will snatch you. Because you are not separating light from darkness. Light and darkness are always separated. They cannot coexist. So the light and the life is flowing from the mouth of God. Whatever God speaks is light. Amen. Whatever God speaks is light. I'm going to share just these few um, um, points and then I will let you go this morning. Please let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 8, verse 16. Are you there? Okay. It says, no one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed, but sets it on a lampstand that those who enter may see it. Amen. It's in no one. Please keep it there. No one, when he has lit a lamp, this is color number one, they don't cover it with a vessel, right? That's number one. Number two, they do not put it under a bed. Number three, they set it on a lampstand, right? So I want us to go to those three points. I have them here. So when you light a lamp, you don't light a lamp and put it under this chair, right? Why? Because when I light a lamp and put it under this chair, the oxygen, there's not going to be oxygen to keep the lights burning. But the, the, Thank you. The, the place where the lamp is put is going to suffocate because the oxygen is not flowing enough to give it life so that it keeps burning. So when you light a lamp, remember we are the light. So when you light a lamp, you, the purpose of lighting a lamp is for it to be seen, right? The light must shine. So the shining of it does not always depends on where it is placed. So no one lights a lamp for the purpose of putting it under this chair. So when you receive salvation and you are walking with God and you are walking in God, your purpose is not just to be saved because you don't believe in what you have. You don't believe that you are saved, served, saved for a purpose. You don't believe that your opinions matter or count. But you have to be the light that is put in a place where it can shine for all that are in the house to see that the light is shining. Amen. So things that suffocate our light is just the standard of this world. The standard of this world we're living in, it will suffocate your light. So what you do, you light your, your light and you put it in a lampstand, amen. And then it says, no one lights a lamp and put it under a bed, amen. So, you sleep in a bed, you become comfortable, it's convenience for you, that's where you put your hands here, and you think about your day, but it's all about comfort, right? So it's saying, now as umzalwane, you are not meant to light your lamp comfortable amen it is not meant for to be put under a bed but the light is meant to be put lamp stand 
That's where we need to put our light. And when we have put our light there, we put our light there for all that are in the room to see that the light is shining. One, when the light shines there, all the darkness that is in that room will flee because remember, it can't coexist. But when we put it under a chair, the chair on its own, in a shade, yeah, you. So all the shades will make the light as if it Now when you are in a place where you find yourself as a light and all other voices that you are with are dominant and they're dominating your light, because light and darkness cannot coexist. So if you are at school and you've got friends that talk anyhow, that go anywhere, that practices different things that we are not meant to practice, your light is okima. Yes, in general, when you're walking in their company, light. Amen. Because light and darkness cannot coexist. Now, to begin with, we are What's your plan of coming back there? Because you don't want to stand as a light in a lampstand. You don't even want to say why. Why? Because the light taking a pants compared. We feel it. So there's some light in here. You don't, you don't have vulgar language. Um, you don't do certain things. But when it comes to the primary things of why the enemy is trying to snatch you, you are found in them. Because they, now we're I'm washed by the blood of Jesus. You do these things. I don't do them. Why? Because I'm saved. That's a light on a lampstand. Amen. And they might, you might be a mockery for a moment, but sometimes when those people need and advice when they're going through stuff, they know who to go to. But a life source. Because we ask you to possess life. So don't allow the darkness to dictate to you No. Put a light where it stays. Amen. Put a light where it stays. Because when the light doesn't receive oxygen, it will die. It was not meant to stay there, but it was meant to stay in a lampstand. Amen. I want to go to the book of First John chapter 5. First John chapter 5. I think it's verse 19, if I'm not mistaken. No, First John chapter 1, sorry, verse 5. First John chapter 1, verse 5. You'll catch up with me there. This is the message of God's promise, revelation, which we have heard from him and now announce to you that God is light. He is holy. His message is truthful. He is perfect in righteousness. And in him, there is no darkness at all. Remember what we said? No sin, no wickedness, no imperfection. If we, if we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the dark, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we really walk in light, that is live each and every day in conformity with the precepts of God as he himself is in the light, we have true unbroken fellowship with one another. He with us and we with him. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin by erasing the stain of sin, keeping us cleansed from sin in all its forms and manifestation. Amen. God is light and in him there is no darkness. And we ought to be like that. Amen. How do we become like that though? You continuously walk in his word. You continuously stay in the spirit. Amen. The Bible also says, I, it, I am the true vine. Amen. I am the true vine and we are the branches. 
And as long as we are connected to the true vine, we will bear fruits and bear them much even more. But he then says the fruits, he prunes the branches for them to bear much more fruits. As long as you are in God and connected to him as a branch, he would continuously be pruning the branches. But the pruning of God is not a, a it, it's not something that is meant to harm you. It's, 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 it's discomfort to make you better. Like I said in the beginning, that God is not in the business of just breaking your life and hurting you, but whatever he does, it's for your own good. Amen. It's for your own good. So you are the light. Amen. So you let the light shine before men. So we can go to Matthew 5, verse 13. That's our second to last scripture for the day. Matthew 5, verse 14. We're going to repeat this scripture, and I'm going to... It says, you are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Amen. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Lying yakon. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Amen. Your deeds should glorify God. What you do should glorify God. When people see what you do, they should ask, what religion are they? Have you seen other people when they do good deeds? But when you see their good works, you can tell such and such religion, they normally do this. God should get honor from our deeds. People should glorify our God for our deeds. Amen. Now it says our light should be on a lampstand so that when, when it's bright here and we do something, people can see what we're doing. Because amen. People can see the works of our hands and what we're doing because it's dark, amen. It's, it's light, amen. So people, we must be the light and walk with the light and whatever we do must be seen so that when it is seen, it then glorifies God by what we do, amen. So we continuously walk in light. And when you have walked in light, you honor God with what you do. Then he will be able to gain the glory. Sometimes we don't even have to keep on telling people, you just have to keep on doing right. You just have to let your deeds speak for you. Let your deeds speak for you. Whenever you walk in a space, Abbas, you are a peaceful person. Peaceful person. Yes, you stand up for yourself. You stand up for truth. But I am a rude. No, you're not going to talk to me that way. But I want you to know, you are not going to talk to me that way. You want a peaceful angel. Come, food. Food are sore, the I call. Because you have to. But that doesn't mean standing up for yourself. It doesn't mean being rude. It doesn't mean being loud. It doesn't mean show them now what you are made of. But I'm just going to calmly tell you. Because I give you respect. I expect you to return the respect that I give you. And I respect you not because of who you are, because you are a human being. When I meet someone very much unfortunate, life has thrown them wherever, whatever, I will still give them the same respect because it is godly to do so. This is a creation of God. Doesn't matter what they're wearing, doesn't matter where they're staying, it is God's creation that when he had, when he had done with it, he said, this is good. And I have to respect and honor God's creation. So it doesn't matter really. No. 
We respect people because they are God's creation. But if a situation causes you and you meet people that just don't know where to draw the line, you have to stand. Let them know, Ayla, not here. Do you know people like that? No, I'm not going to do anything, but not here. I want you to know, even next time you meet someone, you respect people. Amen. And when you do that, even people around now can see the deeds and glorify your God. So we constantly have to be mindful that wherever we are, whatever we do, we are the representatives of God. And we have to stand for light. We have to stand for truth. We have to stand for righteousness. We have to stand for all that. Amen. And the Bible is still the same, Bazalwan. The book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. I'll open from my Bible. Galatians 5, verse 16. It's a long passage of scripture. But you can be seated while you read it. Galatians 5 verse 16. The title, it says walking in the spirit. I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. It's still the light and darkness, right? And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So it's either you are led from the kingdom of light or from the kingdom of darkness. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are in the kingdom of light. Amen. Even things that you want to do, you will not do it because the Holy Spirit's voice is dominant in you. Amen. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. The works of the flesh, the Bible says you will know them by their fruits. So we can't be confused. Because confused. You can't be confused. You can see orange for oranges. Banana for bananas. Amen. So orange banana when confused. So works of the flesh. right? Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions. You need to go and surrender that in the Holy Spirit. That is not of God. Surrender it to the Holy Spirit. He's just, he's going to help you. Do you know what That's not of God. We can't be saved and have those traits that belong in our home. That's not the culture of the house. That's not the culture of God. You must be a person who kuzega yo chelega. Sing aksa buguti yey usli atum dai mchelewen. Hi bo. Mbali kulubanda ay. Wangu muntu je fanile akala koto amazu before no bazalwane no. Then you are robbing yourself in salvation. There's something you're missing that is so sweet. But it's not about you. Do you know there are more than 7 billion people in the world? So it can never be just about you. And you collect yourself, you bring back Ushi attitude where it belongs, you come back and you become part of the people. 
because that's what we are meant to do. Ease, we finally list slowly. Oma city morning well and cut, the good shoes in Tezinjalo. I got cut the pillar of Cocktanda pearl. No good to Zoti, eh, equina noma, e cake at a equia, Cocktanda Billy. No, no. Faramati, quinia nomi fruit, ati fruit, utinu, fepatu, fruitin. Aouye, quinia, ngobute, aye, quin. Gobalama futa, let's go bang and please, very manage. You know? So as Kuz again, Bazalone, Sim Vumele, Abbe Pella, Ilam, Bentlenia, Tang it. Akabe, Ilam, Bentlenia, too, as Ugutica, Aukulmanga got a leg and no Siswakumanic saying, Hambio police. Say Lambunalel. Hambanjoy police, a good colleague, Waco, Auzang, Kulumegat. Yes, Butinio, Yinga Kunga Fenelu Kulume Moutinio. Hambio police, Uze, next time do better. So that men can see our deeds and glorify our God. Amen. We have to submit ourselves under the authority of the word, under the power of the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, confused. He is not the spirit of confusion. He is the spirit of life and peace. Amen. Selfish ambitions. Yeah, <laughs> Because Abafunu, they, they don't want to be quoted. But one common to an incident in Genau, I footently, any friction, but a wise win. There's a good and Januk avoid or abandon as someone back avoid just because of your attitude. But you are inside the kingdom, but cornerly attitude in a funu camp because a girl common to a spin so jail, but to call more in well and in Jalukalesh. Jalo, who But when Anjalo uzo puma go exal keni masuzo ngengo. To ibo ya gese sogenda ngendela yaku no. No. Doesn't work like that. The light of God must be able to help us see our shortfalls. Sibo ne gutiyas. That's beyond you. And God wants to minister to that person. So you are going beyond you. You are not saved to fulfill your, your, your ambitions. It's not about you, remember? Envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. It's joy. It's peace. It's long-suffering. Was the white pal arashin good suffering? Long suffering. Hi, bo, here's a long night suffering. But it is the works of the spirit. Long suffering. Where's fundis and your wishes some more? Um linde. Oh, ham, bonnet isn't as endigit, but who linde? Yes, lendo is a yes, and no pub. Amen. Oh, we go on sometimes it goes fucking king most of the time. It's kindness. It's goodness. It's faithfulness. It's gentleness. It's self-control. Amen. Self-control. 
self-control. We must pray that God grants us grace that we may control ourselves in many things. In many things. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Amen. So these are the works of the Spirit that the Bible is talking about. And the works of the flesh. So it's light and darkness. So you know, if you're still having a hard time with the works of the flesh, you need to surrender those areas to the Holy Spirit. He's faithful, he's just, he will help you. And at that point in time, you must choose, is it light or is it darkness? You know, sometimes it takes a lot of prayers for someone to come out of darkness. A lot. So mouse pumile pumu balege. Ngapsa pin the move. Amen. Ngapsa pin the move. And then this is our last scripture for the day, John 3:19. Amen. John chapter 3 verse 19. It says, and this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they may have been done in God. Amen. So let us run to the light, Bazalwane. Let us be those people that rush to the light. Because when we get into the light, we do want the light to expose yin, what's going on in my heart. What's going on in my heart? What are, the, what are my thought patterns? I do want the Spirit of God to expose those to me, that I may be able to deal with them and do my part. Because I understand that the life of salvation, I was just not born to wake up, eat, work, sleep. It's way bigger than that. But whatever I was born from, if I'm not conforming to the ways of God, I'm delaying my destiny. Delaying my destiny. That was going to cost me, yes, but the reward is greater than the costing of whatever that I have to leave. Amen. So we have to leave all these things in the altar. And allow the Holy Spirit to help us, which God has already said, I'm not leaving you alone, but I'm leaving you with a helper. Who will be there with you? Who's a kumbuza, what I've said? Who's going to walk with you? He's going to be your comforter. He's going to be your advocate. He's going to be your friend. He is here with us all the time. So we are not alone. We are not alone. And all of us, we have things we're dealing with. It's not perfect. It's long suffering. Hey. We delight in the word of God. That's our food. That's our food, Bazalwan. And that's where we source our strength from. Sometimes Umuntu may not know how are you standing, but it's the word that keeps on feeding you. It's the word that is our encourager. It's the word that keeps on being our light. It's the word that keeps on lighting our path. That when we walk, we can see, oh, God has opened it up again. Amen. May we stand with our feet this morning. Amen. You are the light of the world. Do not hide your light. Do not light it and put it under a basket, put it under a bed. You are not saved to be comfortable. Your life should not serve a life of just comfort. No, there's a bigger picture than that. Put your light in a lampstand where it's supposed to be. 
how are we going to infiltrate the world if our lights are under baskets and under beds? So see lights, keep lights, pants on bed. Put it in a lampstand. Be bold about your salvation. Stand for righteousness. Stand for truth. In your workplace, be known for justice. Hate evil. Hate sin. And anything that looks like it, hate it with your passion. Hate it with your passion. Amen. Because we must be like God. God says, I am holy. Be holy, for I am holy. And one thing that's going to help us to stay holy is to lean to the Holy Spirit. Lean. Flesh dies where the Holy Spirit is. Flesh dies. I always say this quote that I had, that God is trying to kill you, but the devil also is trying to kill you. But it's better for God to kill you because he'll kill you and resurrect you. When the devil kills you, he kills you for good and you never resurrected. And you don't want the devil to kill you. You have great things in store. When you're trying to advance in the things of God, there's just this thing that keeps on wanting to pull you back. Now you have to be wise to see that's the enemy. You need to conquer him. You need to conquer him. Surrender yourself. Surrender your mind. Submit it under the authority of the word, which is light, which is truth, which is life. Amen. Jesus said, I came so that you might have life and not just life, but the abundance of it. Do you have the life of Christ? Is it in abundance? If it's not in abundance, it has to be in abundance because that's your, that's your right to possess the abundance of God's life. Amen. That's your right, but you need to be in a space where you can have the authority to claim it. You need to be in a space where you know you approach the throne of grace with boldness. There's nothing that's holding you back. But you need to stand with boldness. I'm forgiven. I'm washed by the blood of Jesus. Lord, I come before your throne of grace with boldness because I'm your child. I'm washed. I'm cleansed by your blood. And this is the promise and this is the authority you've given me because it is our right to claim the abundance of life that is found in Christ. Amen. Amen. So walk in righteousness. Walk in the works of the Spirit and constantly submit yourself to God. And all other small foxes that are trying to spoil the vine, submit yourself before the Word of God. Let it be your judge. Allow the Word to judge you. Allow the Word to pierce you. Allow it. Let the Word kill flesh. Because if God kills you, He has a plan. If the devil kills you, he has no plan. If he could, he would have killed you last year, buried, sitting in RIP. But God is still giving you a chance. What made you to wake up this morning? God still believes in you. You can do right. Come. This morning is calling you to come back. Come back to me. Come back to life. Don't be surrounded by shades. Around you, but you are light. Your light must shine so that every shade that is trying to dim your light, you, you, your light is shining brighter, that it flees. But our lights have to shine brighter. Amen. This morning, if you're in this place, you're not saved, you're not washed by the blood of Jesus, you don't remember giving your life to Christ, and if we need to close this opportunity for you, and I've always said this, salvation should not be a thing where we beg. It shouldn't be. It's life. It's peace. It's tranquility. It's truth. It's warmth. If you are in this place, you want to give your life to Christ, come forward. Let's give you prayer. Let's pray for you. Give your life to Christ and join the kingdom of God. But this morning, if you are in this place, you know that thing that is always trying to pull you back. Always. Always when you thrive and you pursue and you want to do right before God, there's just this one thing as in it, and you know it. Submit it under the plan of God. Submit it under the authority of the word and let the Holy Spirit be your guide. Amen.
I want to give you an opportunity to pray this morning. I don't know what you want to pray for. I know what I want to pray for. That may I dwell in your house forever. That your word may be the loudest speaker in my eyes, in my mind, in my spirit. And that everywhere I go, I may be the light. That I may be able to have deeds that men will see and glorify you. Even they don't have to tell me, but they would always say, there's a trademark that she left. Indeed, there's something different about her. Amen. Father, we thank you. Let us all pray. We thank you in the name of Jesus.